You are listening to the Revolutionary Force in Professional Wrestling Podcast for over 20 years. Reviews, interviews, shoots, news, and opinions like no other. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Ring Scoops. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, <laughs> you're listening to the Ring Scoops podcast right here on ringscoops.com. I am your host, that Ring Scoops guy. On tonight's program, we've got some good wrestling discussion for everybody out there. That's right. I got some friends that are going to join me in just a little bit here on the podcast. My buddy, the DA, that everybody remembers because the DA is a very memorable person. Uh, he's been on several podcasts. He was on last week. We did the, the jukebox. And uh, a name, a voice that you've not heard or, or seen on a podcast here on ringscoops.com in three years will be on the show tonight as well. Uh, my friend Cat, Kitty Cat, coming out of the jungle, going to be on the show tonight. She's going to join DA and I. We're going to discuss the situation about Marty Janetti. Yeah, that's one topic we didn't touch up on last week on the podcast. So, so I want you guys to get ready. I want you guys to throw a log in the fireplace. I want you guys to cook up a little bit of that hot cocoa. Oh, it's the wrong time of the year for that. All right, let's get in our cool beach gear. We're going to go out to the uh, the Doughboy above ground pool together. Some cases, I think some some of you out there, your pool is a tarp inside of the back bed of your pickup truck in your driveway. Uh, fill that up with water. We're gonna, you know, have, have you know some uh, sex on the beach to drink. Maybe a Long Island iced tea. We're gonna get comfortable. We're gonna talk about Marty Janetti on the program tonight. The DA and Cat's gonna join me for that. Um, also, want to remind everybody out there that uh, we have an event coming up. Anybody out there a fan of my CW League Slam and Jam? I don't know. It's kind of a big thing on Ring Scoops. Well, the biggest event of the year is coming up live on Twitch Thursday, August 20th at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern, Slam and Jam CAW stock. It is uh, Slam and Jam's version of WrestleMania that's going to be taking place and it's going to be live broadcast on Twitch. Again, August 20th, that's a Thursday, 3 p.m. Pacific. Want to tune in for that? we got a great card. Sloth going to defend the United States Championship on there. Rod Kimball saying that uh, Bruce Lee is the one that's been doing the bloodbaths. Bruce Lee said that if he's going to attack somebody, it's going to be in front, not from the behind. And that the one thing he's going to teach Rod Kimball is that uh, the Dragon will become the new uh, Jam World Champion. Only time will tell for that, ladies and gentlemen. We got so many matches for that event. Uh, for those that are CW fans, Slam Jam fans, we got a stacked card for you guys. An event that I've been working on for a while. Um, I actually, one thing I rarely do, because I say 99% of the time with Slam Jam, I, I book it by myself. But some of the build here with going into CW stock, um, my buddy Mac and I, we put our brains together and we came up with something that we hope and think that you will enjoy. And then we really dug deep together and came up with a good storyline that we're going to be doing the rest of the summer and into the fall. And uh, yeah, even into like maybe winter time, who knows, but that's going to be taking place next week. CW stock, August 20th. And um, 
Also, over on the ProWrestlingTees.com slash RingScoop store, we've got some new merchandise for everybody out there as well. Have you seen Clem? Well, you can spread the word if you haven't seen him, because we have a t-shirt for that. Have you seen Clem on the back of a milk carton? You can pick up that shirt right now. One of the biggest movers already, and it's only been up for 24 hours. One of the biggest mover and shakers on the list here on the Pro Wrestling Tees store. Uh, we also got the VKM Such Good Shit Dollar Bill shirt. You guys could check that out as well. Uh, that was a, a big seller over the summer. And uh, one of my personal favorites that we have up on the store, too, the Gorilla Position T-shirt. All that and a whole lot more can be yours if you go over to ProWrestlingTees.com slash RingScoops. Now, before we get into the discussion with Marty Janetti or about Marty Janetti, Janetti's not going to be on the show because we don't know where him or Clem are at, but... I got a little bit of news for you guys. Uh, moments before I hit the record button, uh, a little bit of news uh, broke that is, is kind of interesting. Uh, former WWE referee Mike Kyoto has officially made his debut with AEW. He was the referee for the matchup between Cody and Scorpio Sky. And I say this. I, I, everybody knows. It's well documented. My, my views on AEW. I might actually have to check out that Cody versus Scorpio Sky match. Um, I do have a lot of uh, feelings about Cody, but in the ring, he can definitely deliver. And I've been a huge fan of Scorpio Sky for a very long time. I know Scorpio personally. Um, I've worked numerous shows with Scorpio Sky. I've commentated so many of his matches, I, I can't even count. And one of my favorite matches of all time that I've ever commentated that was Scorpio Sky was back in 2016 at the EWF 20th anniversary, Scorpio Sky versus Frankie Kazarian. So check that out if you haven't. If you've not seen that match, I highly recommend checking it out. Head on over to YouTube and type it in, Scorpio Sky versus Kazarian, EWF. It's a phenomenal matchup. I think it's one of the best work for both guys. I think it's one of the best work from production with camera angles, everything put together, the sound mixing. And myself and my partner at that time, the expert Matt Sinister, I think it was probably the best match that we had commentated in the six years that we were together doing commentary. And it was, it was such an honor and a privilege to be there that night to see Frankie Kazarian be inducted into the EWF Hall of Fame. That was the inaugural Hall of Fame for the EWF that year. And, of course, Scorpio Sky. Just a tremendous talent. But going back, Scorpio Sky versus Cody tonight on, on AEW. I might have to check that out. And the referee, Mike Kyoto, very happy for Mike Kyoto to be able to pick up some work uh, with AEW. Uh, he had been working with the WWE from 1989 until earlier this year. So he's been around. He's a very seasoned referee. And uh, it was unfortunate when, you know, they released him, but now he's with AEW. He's getting some work. That's really good stuff right there. Congratulations to Mike Kyoto, a tremendous talent out there. And finally, real quick, before we head on over to the discussion with about Marty Janetti with my buddies, uh, the DA and Cat, uh, for those that 
do not pay for the WWE Network, but you still want to see some wrestling action. On the free version of the WWE Network, it was announced earlier this morning that several SummerSlam events are available to watch for free. And they include the SummerSlam events from 1988, 1989, 1993, 1994, and then anything in between 2007 and 2019. So you can even watch last year's SummerSlam for free on the WWE Network. The award-winning WWE Network, ladies and gentlemen. There you go. So that's it for some of the news that's going on in the world of professional wrestling. As far as news goes, somewhat of a slow news week. But with uh, Slow News Week, we make up for it in a discussion about one, Mr. Rocker himself, who may be off his rocker, Marty Jannetty. We're going to have a discussion about the Marty Jannetty situation in just a moment right here on the Ring Scoops podcast. All right, listen to the Ring Scoops podcast here. I'm that Ring Scoops guy. And uh, special guests here on the show for this uh, segment here, we've got... Uh, my good buddy, the DA, one half of uh, Two Guys Drinking. Uh, you can check out oh. his podcast. It's amazing. Anchor.fm slash Two Guys Drinking. That's the number two, right? It's not spelled out. That's right. The number two. That's uh, what uh, what I, I like to do when I wake up in the morning is <laughs> number two. And at your office, I heard <laughs> the big number two is popular. <laughs> no, no, no! It's the giant number two. The giant number popular. two. There you go. From, from Jersey Mike's. <laughs> and uh, also on the line, joining us here uh, for this portion of the podcast, uh, former co-host of the Top Draw from a few years back here on RingScoops.com. We have got Cat. Cat, how are you doing? Pretty good. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. I, I'm doing doing better. Than uh, somebody that disappeared back in uh, 1973, I'll tell you that. Wait, <laughs> 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 oh my god! What are god. you alluding to? <laughs> I am not alluding to anything other than the craziness that is known as uh, the rocker Marty Janetti, who uh, about a week ago on Facebook kind of yeah, he, he puts out went really, off his rocker. He is. He is office fucking rocker. I I tip my hat to you, young lady. That is a double. (laughs) Great play out of words. Amazing. Um. Yeah, Marty Janetti. Over the years, he's been known to put out quite the statements on social media, uh, particularly about young women and uh, his desire to have relations with them and questioning their age. But this last week, Marty Jannetty posted on uh, on Facebook. Um, here's here's the quote. I'm just going to read it. Uh, quote: I never told no one this, even my brother Gino, because Gino would have killed him, and I didn't want my brother gone. Hell, he'd only recently come back from Vietnam. I was 13, working at Victory Lane's bowling alley, buying weed from a a fag that worked there, and he put his hands on me. He dragged me around the back of the building. You already know what he was trying to do. That was the first time I made a man disappear. They never found him. They should have looked in the Chattahoochee River. But Winnie, the girl in these pics, which is there's a pic uh, accompanied by this statement here. Um, 
I like you so damn much. Probably my favorite, but I promised myself back then nobody would ever hurt me again. That includes you. I loved you, but you hurt me with your fucking Jamaican jealousy. You can go your own way. I don't need you. End quote. Um, I, as you, <laughs> you heard in the middle of the statement, kind of stumbled over one word on there. Uh, I want to let everybody out there know that that's part of the quote. That's not me saying that word. Um, this has sparked a lot of attention. Um, DA, uh, <laughs> you being down there in the South, closer to Georgia than Kat and I, who are on the West Coast. Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't even know where I'm going with this, but um, yeah. <laughs> you, have, you, have, you have spent time down there in the South in the 70s. <laughs> in the 70s? <laughs> uh, well, when was the end of – when did NOM end? Because I, I know you're the NOM expert. <laughs> the NOM expert. So paint the, paint the picture here. NOM has ended. What's the year? Uh, well, he said this – if he was 13 uh, and he's 60 now, this had to have taken place in 73. Um, I think the Vietnam War well, was still going on at the time. I think they officially ended it, what, 74, 75, I think is when everybody So the dates don't match up? <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> is that what we're saying here? Well, I'm, <laughs> just because Nam hadn't ended doesn't mean that his brother couldn't have come back. I mean, he either could have been uh, – well, what was the term? Section 8? which I think Marty Jannetty should have been section eight. Um, <laughs> he could have, he could have uh, been discharged honorably or dishonorably. Um, he could have, you know, if it was dishonorably, he probably threw a grenade into a schoolhouse and it was only counted as one, but. Um, <laughs> well, because it was a, you know, it was a schoolhouse with kids, right? And that counts as one, right? Kids. <laughs> I don't mean to make my own situation, ladies and gentlemen. I apologize. But, um, yeah, all right. So, <laughs> I don't um, – the, the, should, we, should we call out the reference <laughs> before we get yelled at? I, yeah, I guess so. I, it's a, a horrible delivery of a horrible joke, bad timing, bad sensitivity on my part from uh, the Howard Stern's private parts, the Howard Stern lying about being in Vietnam. Yeah. Um, we right. try to convince Robin, <laughs> but nonetheless, <laughs> what we're trying to talk about is is Marty Janetti, and I, I guess the question <laughs> you're trying to get to is is uh, since I guess I have experience of being in the South in the <laughs> '70s, which I was born in '88, so I, I don't get how those two are connected. But nonetheless, my question is like, <laughs> if Marty did the like he said, if my brother found out, he would have killed him. Mother, you killed him. <laughs> like <laughs> this dude was gonna be killed no matter what. Like, it, it, does it matter who killed him? Like, I, I just, I, I, I don't know. And and secondly, like, is it why is Marty waited all these years to to, to just get it off his chest? Like, is he, it was it really bugging him? And is there going to be an investigation now? It's like Jim Cornette said, it's like a telltale heart. (laughs) Yeah. Like, did this guy have no family? Like, what happened? The guy that he killed, right? That you're referring to with no family? Yeah. The guy that Marty killed. Apparently, that's what they're investigating. 
Yeah, there is. A, thank you for bringing that up, Kat. There is a, an actual open investigation uh, by the Columbus what? Uh, Police Department. They had enough uh, people contact them about it, and I guess they had enough information to actually open up an investigation. What if what information do they have that Marty Janay said he killed somebody? Uh, so you don't think a confession is enough info to open up an investigation? <laughs> I, I just like is there a missing persons report like this guy is clearly not all there i'm sorry cat yeah that's what they're i said that's what they're checking is they're checking to see if there is any missing report on that exact time and seeing if they can match it yeah i mean with with this kind of post and and his history and whatnot too i mean I, you you would have to kind of have to take a look into it, and there's certain protocols you got to do. Uh, my question to you, Kat, um, is what was what, what was going through your mind the first moment that you read about this last week? What was going through my mind is literally the last big post I saw about him was Marty Janetti saying he wanted to fuck his own daughter. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, now it's uh, killed a man. Like, what the shit is wrong with you, <laughs> DA? I should have let off with you with that part. <laughs> I, I'm just, I'm, I'm so baffled. Like, I, I haven't heard. Like, the only part I heard was that he might have killed a man. I didn't hear all the details. And then now he wanted to have sexual sexual relations <laughs> with his daughter. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, that was last year. Yeah, I don't. I don't think the two are connected. The two stories. Oh, no, I, I thought he was just, you know, drunk one night. It was just confessing everything. By the way, I cheated on my taxes. Uh, me and Vince had a few drinks and blew each other, and you know everything else. No, it, it was a big post that he made last year that he literally went, you know, and posted photos of her, and he goes, "Well, I've been told she's not my daughter, but she may not be my daughter. Is it cool if I fuck her, guys?" And everybody. <laughs> like I'll what is you, wrong with you dude i'll tell you this the heart foundation would have done it what I'm t- bad joke again <laughs> strike two yeah oh my god um uh. you know the other day uh, da you and i we, we listened to uh, jim Cornette's. uh views on this whole thing cat i don't know have you heard uh, jim Cornette's views about this no but i'm pretty sure after this i probably will go listen to jim Cornette. <laughs> oh i would highly recommend it. it is is some of the best uh fi- best 15 minutes of a podcast that i've heard in the last 20 years oh geez i would say of all time i, I mean i i think it it beats when Jim Cornette and Brian Lass were talking about uh, Tessa Blanchard possibly producing oh, that uh, video of her taking a giant number two for money. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, with uh, All right. So with Janetti, I guess uh, they, they asked him further info about it, and he kind of elaborated as to what happened with the incident. Um, and – Let's see. It says here that Janetti, now 60 years old, spoke with New England-based Millennium Wrestling Federation on August 5th. Uh, hours after the message he posted on Facebook attracted the attention of numerous media outlets 
and the authorities in Columbus, Georgia. During the interview, Janetti reaffirmed his social media claims, saying that he acted self-defense, repeatedly hitting the man in the head with a brick after the man tried to rape him. Uh, and this is what Janetti had to say as far as the incident goes. Quote, I got in the guy's car, gave me a bag of weed, but he reached over and grabbed me down there. I did not expect that because it wasn't the first day I met him. I knew him. He jumped out of the car. He came around, grabbed me by my hair. When he grabbed me by the hair, I couldn't get away. Uh, and, this, uh, and that's in, in quote. I uh, said the, uh, he alleged the man who stood six feet tall dragged him behind the bowling alley where he attempted to pull down his shorts and rape him. Uh, I don't know. If, if this is exactly what happened and he did act in self-defense and he murdered this man, I mean, obviously, it's still, I mean, that's a, that's a heinous act to, to kill somebody. Uh, in self-defense, there is a little bit of defense into that. Um, I don't know. Do you think this is a, a situation that warranted the result that happened? Cat, I'll let you answer first. No. No? At the end of the day, it's like, well, okay, you acted in self-defense. Doesn't mean you should have killed somebody. I don't think he had the intent to do it, though, did he? No, no, no. With the way that he's going about describing it, I wouldn't doubt it. Okay. How about you, DA? I don't know. It's tough to say, you know, in, unless you're in the moment, you don't know what's going to happen. He probably thought he, if he didn't do it, he probably would have died. So he had to react in a way. So I, 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 I think it's too easy to, I mean, no offense to cat. I think it's too easy to say no. Uh, I, I, I'm unsure, but my question to you is, uh, like, is there a statute of limitations on this? Um, I, as far as like murder or manslaughter goes, I have no idea. Um, I haven't gotten that for that far yet in my legal education, <laughs> but I do know mm-hmm. that to prove that, uh, uh, that Janetti did this, I mean, they have to have proof of intent one, uh, to pull off a murder one or a murder two charge. Uh, otherwise it would be a, a, like a murder three or a manslaughter. Um, deal and and proven intent is tough. It's tough in real time, let alone trying to uh, put together things that happened back in 1973. After everything that's gone through with Marty Janetti, you know, from his drug abuse to the abuse on his body with concussion syndrome and whatnot that we know now too. Uh, who knows? I mean, that's I think that's one of the big things of of why the Jimmy Snuka got off for so long with uh, the accusations of, of, of his murder. So it, it, proving the intent is going to be tough. Um, if the incident actually happened the way it did, uh, I mean, he is going to get slapped with something. We just don't know what count it is. I mean, that, at, at this point, isn't it hearsay? Like, uh, how do you, unless somebody actually witnessed all this, how do you, how do you prove you know, uh, that he did do it. Marty did kill the guy, uh, that there, there is this guy that exists, you know, it could just, like you said, Marty just from all the blows to his head, just having a, maybe a delusion. Maybe mm-hmm. it's not real. 
that could very well be the case. And I think that's why the police opened up the investigation, because um, there's going to be a, a paper trail on something. They look back in, in between the years of, say, 71 to 74 or so, right? Just in case he's got something wrong. They're going to have to find out if somebody was missing that area or not. And if they were, if they matched the description, then I think the case or his confession somewhat holds water. And uh, they'd have to look further into it at that point. And if, if that were the, to be the case, I think if, if in that case, they would definitely, they would arrest him. They would have him uh, contained or detained for that time. I mean, what, if it did happen, it is true. I mean, and he confessed it, more power to him to confessing it. But you, so many years later, when you're 60 years old, come on. That's kind of weird. And you're upset with some woman that. I'm sorry. I said, and you, you seem to be upset with some woman that all of a sudden it makes you come. Yeah, I see that. I, I can't I can't get the connection between, I guess, something happened between him and that woman that caused him to confess or what? So I don't know. Because yeah, I'm confused on that. Because in the statement, he said, you know, um, let's see. He referred to the woman. I guess apparently her name is Winnie. Because it says the girl in these pics. It says, I like you so damn much. Probably my savior, but I promised myself way back then. Nobody would ever hurt me again. That includes you. Um, but yeah, he says you hurt me with your Jamaican jealousy. So yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. It's a sticky situation because if 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 she did something that resulted in him having those kind of feelings to remember that and have the the will to want to confess that, I'm very interested to see or know what she did to him they'd have to be somewhat on the same level, wouldn't they? Most definitely. Or something related to it that would trigger him to do that. And I, I, I hate that word trigger. I think it's overused now, but I mean, I guess it's appropriate for this discussion. What do you think, DA? I think there, there's definitely more to the story here. There's something going on. And uh, I, I think it, it's more to maybe some kind of mental trauma or, or some kind of, uh, injury there that's uh there's something going on that's causing him to do this stuff whether whether it's true or not we might never know and you know he might be confessing to more stuff that's what i think well one final quote that i want to read here from uh the interview that he did with millennium wrestling federation he says quote i can't say he deserved to be killed i can't say he deserved to die, but he deserved to get his ass beat. And when I was beating him in the head with a brick, I was only trying to beat his ass. I wasn't trying to kill him, end quote. Um, before we close out, thoughts on that quote. Uh, DA, uh, you go first. Yeah, I think, uh, like I said earlier, the the adrenaline was going. And, you know, he, Marty was fearful for his life and didn't realize where he was going. He might have just... Uh, it, just didn't know what was going on you know it probably just wasn't even himself anymore if it's true and when he finally snapped back the guy was dead and realized oh shit i gotta i gotta get rid of the body so once again if it's true it's pretty tragic how about you cat what are your thoughts on that quote 
to me, it's literally like a whole thing of, okay, you never intended to allow the person to die. In the end, if it is true, the person did die. And so you literally took somebody else's life. Now, my whole thing is if it does come out that it is completely true, I honestly can say that I would not be shocked if Marty Janetti literally tries to plead insanity. And that would be a tough case to make so many years later, right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know, and he literally tries to base insanity based on where he is now. You know, because it's like, you know, there's only so much you can do. But it's like, even being in that moment, it's like literally in the end, you know, you still murdered somebody. You still took away somebody else's life. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't think any of us are are denying the fact that the actions and the result that happened was definitely wrong. Uh, if if it comes out that he that he is telling the truth on this, I, I do think that he should be punished. Uh, I've seen people with with less uh, offense being committed that gets uh, more than a slap on the wrist kind of thing. Um, apparently, uh, Marty has the wherewithal right now in 2020 to say he wasn't trying to kill him, which means that there was in his mind, obviously not intent to do it. I think various things factor into this. Um, I think the biggest one is it took place in 1973. Society was way different about a lot of viewpoints back then than it is in 2020, especially being in the South in 1970 he was 13 years old as well so we don't know what his upbringing was and we don't know what his what the uh, general consensus of his peers was as, as far as attitude towards uh people as the uh the victim here in this um laws we just were... know how he is now with his with being so obvious in other recent posts about homophobia? Well, that's another thing there, too, is we would have to prove that it is a hate crime. Um, and like I said before, the viewpoints of 2020 versus viewpoints in society and 73 are way different. Um, Most definitely. There's so many different laws, there's different viewpoints, there's different attitudes towards that stuff. Uh, different regions of the country is different, too. Uh, Whatever they were thinking and doing and acting towards each other in society, let's say in uh, in the Midwest in 1973, would vastly be different than in Columbus, Georgia in 1973 and same here in 2020. I think that's going to be the biggest thing. This is just a huge mess. Like It is going to take a lot for them to first piece together everything in the timeline and then uh, the investigators are also going to have to take into consideration a lot of the things that we've mentioned here as far as, you know, how things were done then and how things are done now. It's, it's a very tricky situation. But um, first step is they got to find a body. They, they got to find a body first. Yeah. And geez, this down in the south this long. 
I don't think they are. I really don't. You can't find Jimmy Hoffa. I don't think you're going to find this guy. Yep. Um, well, I want to thank uh, DA and Cat uh, for joining me here on the podcast. Uh, before we head out, uh, DA, you have any shout outs or plugs or anything? Uh, as always, I want to thank Screen Discourse for uh, providing support and uh, everything you know that uh, for uh, my podcast. Two guys <laughs> drinking with uh, my buddy Rob. Uh, if you want to listen to it, it's uh, two guys drinking. It's uh, available on anywhere you listen to your podcast, or you can go to anchor.fm slash two guys drinking. That's two guys drinking, the number two, two guys drinking. Thanks, Screen Discourse. Yeah, I got to say this about, about two guys drinking, by the way, real quick. If you guys out there have not heard two guys drinking, it's a phenomenal podcast with DA and Rob. If you've ever wanted to see, or I mean, I shouldn't say see, if you ever wanted to hear what Clem tried to do to Marty Janetti, you can hear Rob continuously do on a weekly basis to the DA when they talk about movies. Wait, what? <laughs> DA gets destroyed every time. Cat, do you have any shout outs or any plugs? Mm, nope. Well, all righty. <laughs> that was good stuff. Uh, Kat, DA, thank you all for, uh, for, for tuning in. Um, Marty Janetti, crazy son of a bitch, I'll tell you that. Ladies and gentlemen, Indeed. you're listening to the Ring Scoops podcast right here on ringscoops.com. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank everybody out there for tuning in to this episode of the Ring Scoops podcast right here on ringscoops.com. YouTube.com slash ringscoops, anchor.fm slash ringscoops. If you would like to follow ringscoops on social media, it's Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, all with the same username, ringscoops, and also twitch.ringscoops.com if you want to check out some of the live Twitch feeds, uh, the streams that we do. It's like Slam and Jam and whatnot. It's good stuff, man. And, uh, of course, ProWrestlingTees.com slash RingScoops as well for all your RingScoops merchandise. ProWrestlingTees.com slash RingScoops. That's it for this episode of the RingScoops podcast. Thank you all for tuning in. Until next time, I'm that RingScoops guy saying thank you, good night, and be cool.